The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Featuring teams from across all the major divisions. Discover a league of unbeatable club-dedicated content in just one click. The TalkSport Fan Network. Created by the fans, for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Shoreham View Podcast. Hello, welcome to Shore and View. Uh, I'm Kev, Big Kev, and today I've got a legend sat beside me that, uh, from my childhood, childhood, that, lets, that, that, that makes it look old, Keith, doesn't it? <laughs> no, from when I was a teenager, you were uh, one of my big heroes. First of all, Keith, uh, a lot of today's supporters will only know you from Radio Sheffield and being co-commentator on there. But tell us about how you came to join United. Well, uh, well, many, first of all, Many thanks. As you can see, I've, I've uh, allowed my hair to grow for the last three months to get into the mood of the 1980s. Yep, yep. Um, ironically enough, uh, when I first come to Sheffield United, I was, uh, me and my father come down, my, dad come, my dad's a, a Londoner, and I met him off the train, and we went up to this Chinese just up the road for his dinner. Strange place to go, but that's where we went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he wouldn't eat. He wouldn't let me eat a great deal because I'd got a match, and he obviously wanted me to impress, yeah. so I could impress Sheffield United. I don't wait at that stage. I was seventeen. Seventeen year old. Uh, uh, I touched on my father because he was my god. He made me. He was my best ever coach. Yeah. And the greatest man that. Uh, I'm sure Johnny, Johnny feels the same about me, so I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm sure he does. <laughs> Not with that kind of reaction. But, uh, yeah, the, you know, it, look, this I, I come down on a three-month trial, and um, that was a that was a, a great feeling of, uh, and also a little bit of pressure because I obviously wanted to make it. You know, yeah. coming out of work in the northeast, uh, I think most people, because I've been on Radio Sheffield such a long time. I, People think I'm from Sheffield, but no, I'm from the northeast. Um, Stockton, isn't it? Stockton, Nantes, yeah. born Middlesbrough. Yeah. Stockton, Nantes, Middlesbrough. Had the uh, good fortune to uh, not to take me on, <laughs> and I come down here. So somebody else benefited from that. I'd like to think. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I just had a little trial. Uh, got to know the lads quite well in in that particular trial, and thankfully uh, I was kept on. And uh, I'll just remind everybody in in today because football. 
You can't talk about football without talking finance. Oh, I've uh, got that question coming up, though. <laughs> my fee was £250. That's how much Sheffield United paid Kyora Youth Club. No, they didn't pay them. They paid me, actually. Sorry, I, I do apologise. Uh, that's how much uh, the fee was to sign me as a youngster. That, well, that wasn't a bad signing, was it? Not bad, not bad at all, I think, <laughs> compared to, uh, to today's. And uh, I think it were uh, Furphy, weren't it? Were, Ken Furphy, uh, yeah. Manager when you, I, I think that team, when you actually got into breaking into team, it was team were getting really old, weren't it? We'd, we'd had a brilliant season season before, haven't we? Uh, yes. We got into Europe. Yes, I did. Unfortunately for me, I didn't play in that particular side on that, that year. I, I was very... Jealous of the likes of John McGeady, mm. people like that. Speedy McGeady. Speedy McGeady, yeah. yeah. I remember the crowd singing that. Mm. And, you know, you have to be competitive today. Yeah. And I was extremely jealous of that. And I thought, one day they'll be singing my name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, that, that was a year we went down. I had, a, I had that effect on football clubs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jinx. <laughs> well, it was a little bit. I wasn't as bad as uh, Paul Garner because uh, I think Paul went down every division with Huddersfield yeah, yeah. and then joined Sheffield United in the highest division and, and went all the way down again. <laughs> so I, you know, that made me feel a little bit better because I only... Well, I didn't tick Sheffield United down in many respects because uh, I was too busy no, ticking Hull City yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> and getting slaughtered by your lot. Yeah, I'll just yeah, remind yeah, you. Well, that's that's so, going up as well. Okay, <laughs> okay. Fire away then, sir. So, yeah. So, uh, so eventually you, you, you broke into the team, but I think that and kept Thurfee had left by then, hadn't he? That that was a strange. Uh, he was from Stockton on Tees, um, and of course, that situation. I just sort of sneaked into a few reserve games, mm. and I'm. Preston away from home, he, he threatened to send me back home on the train. I, I obviously didn't run around enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's been said before, hasn't yeah, it? it wasn't and, and trust me, you might come back to things, and I'll come back to that as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it was, a, it was a mixed start, but I was just thrilled to be there, absolutely thrilled to yeah. be at a, a, a top club like that. I mean, you, you've got to remember that was I'm a 17-year-old lad. I've been rejected several times foolishly and I just signed for Sheffield United that were in the big league yeah, yeah. and that was uh, that, that was great yeah. that's why I'm a little bit sensitive about the fourth division mm, because imagine. we, we yeah. tumbled down a little bit but uh, yeah it was uh, I, I was given the opportunity the phone call that I made to my father in London was uh, possibly the best phone call I've ever made in my life because I was uh, I, I told him that I'd been given a, a two year contract yeah when That's Simon Stain and Tony Kemmer, they all got three years plus a three-year <laughs> option. They gave me two fucking years. I was miles better than them. <laughs> well, you say Simon Stain and, and Kemmer, they were in the same sort yeah, of yeah. group, weren't they? Great lads. So, Great lads. so uh, the, the best-looking man in football, Jimmy Siddle, he, he, he took over and gave you your, your debut. And nearly, I'm, just for a minute there, I thought you were going to say me when you said the best man, <laughs> best looking man in football. Oh, you were in them days, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jimmy took over. Uh, Jimmy was all right in many respects. I mean, I didn't fully understand him. Don't think anybody did. No, he was. Uh, he'd done very well prior to that, and it was just we played very competitive 
practice matches every day. Yeah. I found that you've got to take into account my age. I was expecting to come into football and be taught all these different things that I didn't know. Mm. You know, I knew how to control a ball. I knew the basic skills. But as for where to run and when, you know, when to run, I, I was uh, I, I didn't know that so at all. Were players like Curry and Woodward helpful in that sort of respect? Then I don't, I... Curry and Woodward were not sure about one or two others. <laughs> uh, well, we played practice matches, and uh, in, you know, obviously, I'd have been in the resis, and I was break, trying to break into that team. Um, but it, that wasn't good memories, I've got to be honest, because the training was rubbish. Yeah. Uh, it was too were, competitive. Were memories for us, no, we no, we I appreciate that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the training was rubbish, but it gave me an opportunity because before, when Ken Furphy was here, you had a situation where one group would go and train over there on yeah. a pitch and the first team, plus four or five others possibly, would train together. Yeah. So in effect, when I first joined the club, I hardly got to know the first teamers, the, the Keith Eddies and the Tony Currys. Yeah. I sort of walked past them in the corridor and they wouldn't have a Scooby-Doo who I was. Yeah. Um, so it, it made it a little bit strange. And of course, from that, breaking into the team, that made it even more harder to to uh, actually go. You, you would change in the away dressing room. Mm. But all the first teamers, the great players, and I loved that team, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely loved that team. You were right, what you said earlier. They all got to a certain age, yeah, together. And, it, and it was a shame that it had to be broke up, broken up by the likes of Kenworthy, Stainrod, and McGeady and myself. Um, but to move from that dressing room into the home dressing room, which was huge, yeah, I get, with all these top players, you know, just looking at Tony Curry made me nervous. Can imagine. But <laughs> I realised I've got used to them. I realised now that I was as good as all of them, so I, I didn't feel as nice as the funny kid. Yeah, so so eventually you did. Make, I think what what some of the young uns today will they, th they think all footballers are millionaires. I think your first wage uh, uh, was something like fifty quid a week, was it? It was actually uh, mine was thirty thirty pound a week. I moved to 35. Luxury. Yeah. And when I was actually playing in the highest division you can play in, I think I was on £55 a week. And I know all this because I've, when I've done a few after dinners, uh, and when I did one at my golf club, Liesel, mm. which I love, um, I took all my contracts and whatever. Yeah. And I said, if you don't believe me, I'll lay them out and I'll let people have a little read of them. I'm not one for being uh, shy on things like that. I, yeah. I really don't. It is what it is. And, mm. um, and that, that's how football was to, in them, in them days. Uh, I think it's not a bad thing to be remembered of that. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's good to hire. You know, so the supporters wouldn't have known that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it's good that they do know. Like... I, I, again, I don't think youngins that from that era, from now, will realise that that team actually made as bad a start, didn't they? In, in, they were virtually relegated, weren't they, by, uh, by Christmas By time. Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's when you got your... I got in the back end of that yeah, team, yeah. yeah. I got half a dozen games and 
I, I think my first game was Leicester City Leicester away. City away it was on three, match of the day. A wonderful 3 0 defeat. <laughs> Keith Garland scored all three. That's right, yeah. yeah. We're just testing each other's memory now, aren't we? So uh, that, that, was, uh, that was a wonderful experience. Uh, the first person I saw, I, I just sat on the coach, all sat on my own, frightened to death. Uh, John Flynn was a was a good help, um, but it, you know, and the first person I saw was Frank Worthing. Sadly, having passed away this, this weekend, week, yeah, and yeah. and I looked at him and thought, my word, what the hell am I doing on the same pitch yeah. as him? <laughs> but I, I soon grew in confidence because I had a bit of self belief, and uh, so yeah, that that was uh, it was it, that I was substituted in the sixty fourth minute to, for Jimmy Johnson. Mm. That stayed with me, hasn't it? 64th minute. That's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad thing, is it, Jimmy? Even another one that uh, passed his best when he yeah. when he came, weren't he? So, that uh, happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you didn't get to score that season, but I think sadly not. Start it next season. I think it was probably second game in Wolves. What it what was it? Yeah, and you, and you managed it, to score in front of Cop. What 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 was that like? Was it? It was a it was a classic. From two and a half yards, tapped well. in in I front of the cop. Well. What I remember from that is the, the, the noise. Yeah, I'd, you you've got to appreciate. I'd, I'd knocked a few goals in for the Rezies. Mm. Well, in them days, to be fair to Sheffield United, and just to bring it home to people again, there was two or three thousand people used to go and watch it because yeah. the first team would play one week and yeah. uh, the Rezies would play the other week. So it got you on the big pitch, which was great. Yeah. Uh, but that particular game, uh, we drew two two. Chico Hamilton scored the other goal. We were 2-0 down. And it was just the roar yeah. of the crowd after I scored. As I say, it wasn't a classic. Were your dad there then, weren't you? No, unfortunately, no. My dad would come to a few games, but not, not all of them. You know, that was he was based in London at the time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that that was that was okay. Uh I remember walking home, coming out of the ground and, and uh with my girlfriend, my future wife. Yeah. Uh, at the time, and I just felt so proud, and that I'd scored, and that I'd yeah. got that sort of bit of a monkey off my back, and uh, and must, then must be a great feeling. You can't imagine. I don't think as a supporter, what it must be like actually scoring mm. in front of coffee. Well, as I say, it was. I, I'd I'd never heard noise like it when I when, you know you got to remember that's the first goal that I've scored where everybody cheered in the ground. Yeah, yeah. that was just something that I'd never experienced, and. You know, some people say to me, um, how do you keep your motivation for wanting to score? And I believe that I was the hungriest player ever to score goals because I just couldn't, even at the very end of my career, mm. I was I loved that opportunity to just get that yeah. little half a yard and, and just whack one in. I don't think anybody could ever doubt that side of you, that you, you were... Well, and there's another side to doubt. <laughs> we'll come to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, I think as that season went on, you went on a, an amazing run. I think uh, you got to you got seven uh, scored in seven consecutive mm. games. Yeah, and then I can always remember, always remember to this day, you were going to break record if you scored in that eighth game against Blackpool. And I remember saying to my brother, "I don't care what score is, as long as Keith scores tonight." And, and of course, you regret to say yeah, that. <laughs> we did because we ended up losing the game, but yeah. you did break the record. So. I actually, I think you've just summed my career up in a little sentence there because we got walloped, I think, Billy. I think we got walloped five, didn't we? I think that, what it, I thought it was three, one. No, it was five. five. Just, 
I'm always right. Yeah. I've only got one fault. <laughs> I've had a stroke, don't think. <laughs> I've had three hip replacements. Uh, right, so, yes, that was, a, that was a wonderful time for me. I went on a bit of a run. I, I didn't know about records at that time. Mm. I, I always remember in the local paper, the star, it said something on the lines of, who's Edwards going to score against tonight? Mm. And that was... That made me chuckle, and I thought all of a sudden I was getting the applaudits in many respects. So I enjoyed that. I think we played Oldham, and, and I chipped the keeper, and and I thought, well, you know, I've, I've managed to score again. It was just such a wonderful feel. I never wanted it to end. Uh, and yeah, so I, I was aware that nobody had ever scored in eight consecutive matches. That I think that beat Mick Jones's record. Mm. I went on to beat a few other records uh, of famous old players. Uh, I'll say this now in case I forget. Doc Pace once wrote to me when I beat his record. I can't remember what his record was, but he, he wrote to me saying, extremely yeah. well done. And I, that meant an awful I lot to me. Yeah, that, yeah. that was uh, that was quite precious, that was. Yeah. My yeah. father would have, would have got that letter. Not. So that, that was wonderful. But yeah, so I banged eight in. Um, it was uh, 14 goals in eight matches. I'll just remind everybody yeah. out there. 14 <laughs> in eight matches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it, it wasn't a great season as no. such, was it? Uh, it was all right for me. Yeah. Because yeah, I got player of the year and I got recognised and uh, yeah. it made me relax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great memories. As I said, it became more about you, I think, and we were, we were enjoying your, your, seeing you play rather than team. Because I think... Uh, well, I think younger younger players coming through is always quite exciting, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah. when somebody... You know, I, you can appreciate I've, I've been down the lane... Uh, I've seen an awful lot of matches whilst I've been doing this, and, and I like to see players come through. Yeah. Jag Yelk, yeah, yeah. do, do, uh, do you think now, looking just going aside for a second, do you think now is the time for, for them to be bringing young players through? I always think a nice mixture is is, is the right key. You know, yeah. you, you can't. It, it, sometimes it's too. It's unfair to just to put um, younger players in. Mm. And uh, just, we just, do seem to have a good crop at many coming yeah, through. Yeah. They, they all seem to. Uh... I think you should be very proud of what Sheffield United have achieved because they've always brought players through. Yeah, you know we've done it better than most. Have to do it. We've yeah. done it better than the bag of shit across the Sheffield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but that's a fact. You know, there's no. It's, you know, I'm not just making that up as I go along. I know my stuff. So bringing players through has been. Uh, through the academy and Mr McCabe yeah. finances, I, I think that shouldn't be overlooked because we have brought a lot of good players through. Yeah, definitely. And Sheffield folk like that. Uh, so eventually, Cyril got oh, sacked. Yeah. I forgot about Cyril, <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, yeah, and uh, Happy Harry come along with, with Danny Bagara. Yeah, uh, loved Danny. Thought Danny was great. Harry, I, I didn't. Uh, well, he didn't get overly involved. He didn't take training. That no, was what Danny was for. Right, he, he was a wheeler, wheeler and dealer. Yeah, yeah. He brought me into the office one day. I, having done quite well for Sheffield United, uh, I'd scored goals, and he brought me in, and he said, I think you could be the next Malcolm MacDonald. I remember that. I remember and I you. thought, mm, that's, that's nice, because Malcolm MacDonald bangs a few goals in yeah. at the highest level. I said, thank you very much. I'm chuffed about that. A fortnight time, he brought me in again. He said, "Hold, uh, paying sixty grand for you. Get out." 
Can't you be? What, what, I said, I thought I was the next Malcolm McDonald. <laughs> I said, did you not fucking like Malcolm McDonald? <laughs> what is it that? What is it that time where you got a call up for England under twenty three? Is that that in person? Yeah, that was, oh, yeah you remember? He's good. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a that. I'm going to be perfectly honest about that. That was an absolute wonderful thrill. Yeah. But it, if I'm being honest, it was just a piss take. Yeah, they didn't play in it, just to get well, it was actually, Me and Paul Garner was there. It was to get the crowd in, over 20,000. It was a wonderful crowd. I sat there uh, at 1-0, and I looked across, me being me, and I said something, most probably a little bit too loud. I thought, is this twat going to put me on or what? <laughs> Fucking Keith Burks. Burks. Yeah, Burks, yeah. you know, Burks. Burks, yeah. something. He's a yeah. fucking Burke. I know that. But, uh, but, but, and then we got, you know, the game was over. Got my shirt, given yeah. my shirt to my father. We won 1 0. We got, a, as I remember, I was on £55 a week. We got £100 to win that game, and I didn't get off my arse. <laughs> and that's how I like life now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, uh, but, but before. It was before it started, following season, weren't it? Yeah, we were, I think so, yeah. Because we just brought uh, Alex Sabella in, haven't we? And, uh, yeah. Well, I never played with Alex. Yeah, that must, it have, was, been, that... must have been an exciting thought to be think you were going to be. But, or had, had you already gone before he... Yeah, he, we had pre-season together. Couldn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a lovely, lovely lad. Uh, and But obviously, Harry... You know, had different plans. He brought Steve Finiston in. Yeah. Um, okay. That, that that I you know I just looked at that and thought, well, that's suppose that's the footballer's life. As one person said to me on holiday, and she didn't know a great deal about football, she said, well, so therefore you like a piece of meat. No. <laughs> and it was true. Yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't have an agent. Well, I I did. I was pretty flash in them days. I had an agent. Mm. It was called the wife. Yeah. <laughs> and she took the money. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, you've been likened to you've been likened to uh, Malcolm McDonald, and a bit of new Jimmy Greaves, and mm. all this. So, so, I mean, I can remember as a as a supporter, you were absolutely devastated when mm. you went. You were. Uh, I could tell you were all devastated because of the amount of stick I got. Well, we'll when come, I was we'll, at <laughs> we'll come to See, that. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking three steps ahead of you, man. <laughs> so, so, so you come. I think it was sixty grand, weren't it? Did you get the excitement for your end? Six. Sixty thousand pounds. I didn't. I didn't know where Hull was. Um, <laughs> me being me, I, I thought a lot of myself, and I was thinking it was more like two hundred thousand. I was trying to work out ten percent of that because that's why it happened in them days. But um, I couldn't even find fucking Hull to be honest with you. Uh, not bad for who's a, a lorry driver now. So there you go. Uh, yeah, that that was that was mixed feelings. I thought, why? Because. Going just going back a little bit there, me and Sam staying on side playing well together, mm. and the crowd seemed to really take to us because of they've they've got used to the departure of yeah. you know the great team in, in the seventies. Uh, we I thought because I do think that was the best team Sheffield United have had. Yeah, um, this team recently has has touched on that, but I, I you know me being old fashioned, I, I loved that team. Um, I, I thought I thought this team were going to become. 
better than that team. Yeah. But because of this season. Not proving it now, have they? 70s will still be the one. It is for me because there were such a good set of guys as well and they had they had a lot of quality players. I I didn't realise how good Len Badger and people and Ted Emsley and Keith Eddie and all that were good. You know, mm. I, I had a bit of time with them. But, uh, but to go back to your, your original question, yeah, we, we that team was uh, broke up. Uh, what was your original question now? What, I forgot. Sorry. You have to cut that bit. Putting two, old, putting two oldings together. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was about, really about to see Steve Finiston coming in and yeah. well, accepting uh, 60 grand for you. Really, I was really hugely much. disappointed at that. And, and I was even more disappointed when I got to Hull and thought, what am I doing here? You know, I've left a club that has, you know, the, the change rooms, the ground, everything about it was stunning. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not knocking Hull, but I just went there and I thought, oh, this is nowhere near what Sheffield United, this is not what I expected. Mm. Uh, but as a player, you have to move on yeah. and you, you, you live with it. And uh, the beauty of it was I got the benefit of the doubt when I played. If I didn't, if I didn't play particularly well, then I would still be playing the following week. Yeah, yeah. What I had at Sheffield United was a pull a game, good game, good game, pull a game, out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm being honest, I got it. I, I, that's what disappointed me with football. It was, it was too easy just to say, "Well, he hasn't done enough. Don't play him next week." Yeah, you know, yeah. you've got to give the guys a little bit benefit of the doubt. But you know, th- that's just seeing it from my point of view. Yeah. So, so you left, and uh, we improved vastly after you had gone. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <they> did. <laughs> dropping, dropping down into into old fourth division uh, under Martin Peters. What a prat he were. Yeah, well, I think one of, one of, uh, one of his biggest mistakes, I think, uh, were, were Tony Kenworthy. He didn't play Tony Kenworthy mm. towards back end of the season. And TK used to be our penalty taker. And, and we, of course, we all know what happened on that last day of that, that yeah. season uh, when we missed the penalty to chuck us into old fourth division, which were. Uh, well, it was sad times for you then, wasn't it? But I, I, sometimes a football club has to go down to. Yeah, to put things right. And I think Sheffield United were a great example of that. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, I, I went down with Hull. And, of course, when we clashed, as we were both going down, but yeah. you, was lot, you lot didn't realise you were going down. No, so that's why you give me all that stick. Well, we'll come to that now because uh, I remember the day, immensely, we were played together at Bullfury Park, old ground, full length, downside at ground. Yeah, full of course, off the train, straight in the ground. To, uh, Mr... Edwards puts one in and runs da- runs round to celebrate right in front of us and uh, yeah and uh, I think it was one of the biggest riots I would ever involved in. It, <laughs> uh, many supporters afterwards wrote to me saying that they'd got into into a lot of trouble. Uh, whole police wrote to me, um, so it, it didn't stay. It didn't stop there. Um, in my defence, during the warm up. I got slaughtered. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. uh, but that's what happened in them days, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That that was that was okay. Christ, I, you know, we were Christ, compared with today is just phenomenal. But anyway, so I was uh, fiery. Mm. <laughs> I, hit, I disliked immensely playing against my old teammates because mm. obviously, who picks me up? Kenworthy, yeah. <laughs> and he would have been better off. Just not kicking shit out of me. Because <laughs> we were all right, game was going flowing, and he leathered me. Yeah. And I thought, boom, something switched. And I went, right, I'm going to fucking tear you yeah. apart. 
as you did. Yeah. <laughs> and and I banged a great goal in. And, uh, I don't I know think... that we're a draw that game. I think, I think it was 1-1 that, that Possibly, but yeah. I, uh, we did stuff you 3-1 and all, and I scored. And uh, yeah. I can't remember. I, yeah, I get yeah, the games mixed up. I must apologise. But uh, look, that was one of them things. And, and, you know, the beauty of the next time you come back to the Boothbury Park, You'd got a little whisper that I was coming back. We, they, yeah, um, I was going to say we we, uh, we we went down on last day of the season. All went down alongside yeah. us, didn't they? And started next season, put in fourth division, didn't get off to a, a great start for United. I think we we lost two out of his first five games. I know you and did. One, one of them, <laughs> one of them defeats were Stockport one nil. We lost Stockport, and then well, no, it were all on the Saturday. Where you so scored right. the, the goal that uh, that beat us. That's what I'm having. And then we went to Stockport on the Tuesday, yeah, night, Tuesday night, and that were two defeats in the first five games, mm. and we only had another two for rest of the season. Yeah, that's right. But the whisper was while we were playing in that game where you were scored that you were coming back to us. So it. Uh, do you want the story about it? Please do. Okay. Please do. Okay, that's not a problem. I'm not talking too much. Enough, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More you talk, I think. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. So the so the story was uh, Sheffield United contacted me, and we were both desperate to get back to Sheffield. Mm. It was our first move. It was a lovely place where I lived, um, but I I just felt as if if I got the opportunity that that would be great. And I'm sat no mobiles. Mm. Remind everybody, sat in my front room with our lass and um, a Sheffield United representative phoned me. And what should I say? <laughs> Little Scotch fellow who used to play for Hull. No, uh, Max Evany. John Max Evany. John Max Evany. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was assistant, weren't he? To, uh, to, That's right, yeah. Portfield, yeah. So I got a call and they said, uh, we're interested. Would you like to come back? Absolutely. Most definite answer that he'd ever had in his life. Most definitely. Want to come back? That'd be great if you can. It'll it'll have to go to a tribunal because yeah. that's that's what happened in them days. Um, spoke to him again. Everything on online, right? Everything's on track. Great. Didn't phone me for two and a half weeks. I feel like Brian Clough now. <laughs> <laughs> Young man. Young man. <laughs> and he didn't phone me for two and a half weeks. In that two and a half weeks, who did Hull City have to play? Sheffield United. That's why you got punished, young man. Yes. That's why you got hammered, and that's why I scored, because you hadn't fucking phoned me. So did you did you think when you did score, or did you think, am I doing right? Well, that'll yeah. convince him. <laughs> that'll con no. Hey, I, I am. Uh, that's the type of person I am. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was conscious of Sheffield United whilst I was playing for Hull. Maybe you shouldn't say that in these mm. days, so don't send this out all over the world. But my attitude going out on that pitch was, this is what you're missing, Kim. Mm. And uh, I banged one in and and I loved it. Yes, that's what I love doing. And if it had to be against Sheffield United, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I went home that day and my wife said, well, that hasn't done us any favours, getting, <laughs> Sheffield United, getting, getting us back to Sheffield, is that? I said, no, trust me. It'll have the opposite effect. I also had an option of going to Chesterfield. Because of Frank Barlow, Billy Deaton, I nipped across to Chesterfield as a token effort, really. <laughs> yeah. I had a chat with them. 
they offered me quite a good deal, if I'm being honest with you. They had a lot of good players at the time. Mm. Phil Borgma, you've tested people like that. Yeah, and he obviously thought I was going to fit in there. So, hey ho. Uh, but I only had I only had eyes for one club, really. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't get back up that A61. See, I know me, Rose, because I'm a lorry driver now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, straight into Sheffield United. Uh, met Ian, who I really liked. Uh, met John Mac Seventy, met them all. What about what about Reg Brealy? I was just going to say I, I met Mr. Brealy. Well, absolutely loved Reg. Yeah. Lo- lovely, lovely I, man. I think everybody did. in his first spell. I think he lost it a bit toward toward well, him. But in his first spell, he was just like a breath of fresh air for us. I think club. And... I think times people just think that he's lost it a little bit because he's not doing what you want him to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I think uh, I, I loved it. It was extremely funny when we all got in the car and we had to drive to Manchester and to go to the tribunal mm. uh, to, to see what the fee was. Typical businessman. He was telling me all what to say. And I kept saying to him, but I'm better than that. Yeah. He went, no, don't play it all down, play it all down. Well, all the goals that I've scored, <laughs> play it down. I'm a fuck. <laughs> I'll fucking play it up if anything. I'm trying to get this fear as high as possible. And he told me everything, what to say and what I've been. By the time I got in that room, I completely forgot. Yeah. So I, I just didn't say it, if I'm being honest. I remember him uh, flying helicopter onto the pitch for open day and yeah. things like that. Oh, they were good. And I've got to be honest, as a, as a fan, I mean, the fourth of being in fourth division were the most horrendous thing in the world, but it turned out to be... Yeah. One of the best seasons ever, as from, from, from a supporter's point of view, we were going everywhere, and there were blades everywhere, no matter where you went, and uh, it, was, it was just an amazing. I was shocked how much that you all enjoyed it. Yeah, I was quite shocked at it. I, I, but end of the day, what do we go to? What do we go to watch our team for? You go, you go to watch them win. Yeah, you well, go to watch them win. Yeah. And have a beer and, uh, and you know, watch your team win, and yeah. Well, that's yeah. It is all about it's winning blade, because we're not we're not we're not glory hunters, are we? You know, we, that, that's what we are. We, mm. we know we know what we are. And uh, well, we it did as a power of good, really. It, I mean, it, I disliked it immensely. I have yeah. to be honest with you. I disliked being in that division. Yeah. Because I am what I am. I won't apologise for it. I sat there and thought, what the fuck am I doing in this division? Yeah, yeah. But I was responsible responsible for all going down as well. 
wasn't as painful as a, as a, you would think because you played at the top ground yeah. Yeah. every other week. Every other week, the other the opposing teams would think, God, we've got Sheffield United there. Or or they would be coming to Sheffield United. It was there, Wembley, yeah. every week. And that's what we had to put up with. That's exactly what it was like. But it was, uh, of course, then, uh, a few games in, I'm now playing alongside Bobby Atten. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you know, great. I've got, I've got memories of Bobby Atten, which I'll come to in a bit. You started off against Scunthorpe, where you didn't score. I didn't. Disaster, disaster. Camera, they scored penalty one 0 <laughs> yeah, That's right. Just and testing then, my memory. Yeah. I know you are. <laughs> so, you, so your second game, home to Crew, and you're back in the business again. Yeah. Two, yeah. two goals. That was a lovely feeling. That yeah. was. It. Yeah. If I remember rightly, did we win four, four, nil, four nil? And Bobby Atten got two, and I yeah, got the other. That's two. right. Yep. Um, that was that was great. I'll tell you a little story about Bobby Atten, and I, I loved him for it. We weren't a good partnership. Mm. We just played as two individuals. Yeah, yeah. Partnership is something like Curry and Woodward, yeah. uh, Edwards and Morris, under, uh, getting an understanding. Um, but I loved what I liked about Bob was I think he'd got something like five or seven goals, mm. and I'd got two when I first joined. And uh, he said to me, I know you're invariably top goal scorer everywhere you go, but you won't be this season. <laughs> so fair enough. I like, I like your confidence. Yeah. Well, that didn't come true. Did yeah. <laughs> Not quite. No, no. About twenty goals. I think he come. Uh, I think he come to terms with it after another ten games or so. But he, he was he was great. I, I, well, I love Bob. Well, a personal a personal memory of mine uh, we, we uh, Bob Atten. I mean, we were playing Article away and. It, like a typical fourth division ground. Mm. When players are warming up, come out in kit, warming up, I'm still having a pee in the toilet. <laughs> Who stood next to me? Bob Atten stood next to me having a pee. I thought, what a great... Yeah, yeah. But, but that's how fourth division were, wasn't it? Well, it was, yeah. There was a, a, the Hartlepool game, you got changed in a small dressing room and there was a heater there. <laughs> what the love of that now? Could have fucking killed us all. Amazing days. Yeah. Hard so, hard. so you, obviously you'd have enjoyed it in as much as that you were scoring a lot of goals at that time. And, uh, I remember a screamer at uh, at Port Vale. Yeah. Were quite important at time. And then we played Bradford. They were running us up at top. And mm. uh, didn't you get some sort of a nickname that day? Or, or, uh, I'm guessing God. Tell yourself, bro. Tell yourself, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That. Oh, that's a delicate story. That. I, I'd, I'd had a little fallout, and uh, I'd actually got 26 stitches in my right arm, and uh, it was extremely deep, and uh, un unknown to a lot of people. I nearly lost my arm that day because I didn't go. I went back to Hull to get it treated, so. Uh, that's a long story. That that's that was a little family fallout, but that that was okay because we all we've always made up and we've always been a very we, we do. close family. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was. Uh, I actually had a shin pad on my arm, but didn't stop me from scoring, did it? No, no. <laughs> and it's on film that one. So you, it's one of the few goals that you can actually show a clip off from that. From can that you? Oh, right. I, I, so, I, I, so, well. So. That, I see a few goals from time to time, but sadly for me, you, you asked me a question earlier on about the fourth division, and I said, I don't, I don't have fond memories. It gave me a lot of confidence, and it was great to have, finally have a bit of success. Yeah. But 
I said I shouldn't have been there, but you are where you are, and that, and that's it. But it was. Um, I've lost my track of thought now. So, yep. So we had cut that. Moving on, we had a we had a small blip in, in FA Cup, uh, losing yeah. losing to to Altrincham, which were a bit, and we just seemed to lose it for a, a little bit around about January February time. I think mm-hmm. it slipped back a bit, but soon got back on track again. Uh, but one of one of big losses that season when we went to we, we were finally on match it day. Yeah, I know. And, yeah, I know. It was. Uh, it were, it were, oh, we're, Fabulous, we're on Magic Day tonight and we've travelled all that way down there and we, we didn't recognise team when they come out because we were, we're, we're, we're in we're their kit. <laughs> well, how did that come about? Well, just, uh, <laughs> somebody who has the responsibility of taking on the kit forgot it. <laughs> so we got all the way to Colchester and thought, well, we can't go back now. So it has happened um, a couple of times in my career where the kit man's forgot it. So imagine being the kit man <laughs> all the way to Colchester <laughs> and all the way back and he's forgot the kit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was a a shocking game, wasn't yeah, it? Terrible, and uh, we ended up losing five two. Five two, yeah. Had to get back home that night and yeah. get old Betamax on and watch watch it uh, yeah. watch it again, which were. Uh, uh, but as I said, the, the season moved on, and we get to. Um, I've lost me. I've lost my own place now. That's all right. Don't uh, worry. Got to fifteenth of May, nineteen eighty two. Right, Darlington. Yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit about Darlington, because what's your memory of Darlington? My memory of Darlington was obviously, I think we had to win to get the championship. I think it would be champions, I think, yeah. we had to win, yeah. And I, I never had any doubt that we would be champions. Um, it was it was a wonderful game. I, I think overall, the, the right people scored the goals. I think, once again, it was me yeah, and Bob Atten. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of my memories for that game, and I hope I get my facts right here, was it's quite obviously I rate myself in many respects, but I was the quickest player going. I was extremely quick. People used to think Colin Morris and all that were a lot quicker than me. Mm. Over 20, 30 yards, I was the quickest thing going. And I played against Darlington, and they had a little, little lad at the back. And I remember him matching me pace for pace. Uh. And he's a Sheffield lad. I can't tell you his name, unfortunately, no, but I'm no. sure he's a Sheffield lad. And he matched me for first person. And I was quite shocked at that because nobody else in fourth division had ever matched us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great to score. Um, it was it, the beauty of it was uh, it was a strange feeling when you actually ran to try and save the ball to go over that line yeah. because if you went another <laughs> yard, you would be running into all the supporters because they're all sat on the side of the yeah, pitch. Just, Never uh, happened before. Biggest crowd Darlington have ever had. And something you don't know is my brother played for Darlington and I used to go to Darlington quite a lot. And I love Darlington. Yeah. So well, it's always have happy memories for us. But it was just the, the crowd, there were yeah. that many in. They were t- on touchline, as you say. Too many in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know how they all got in there, but yeah. I think it was about 12,500 officially, weren't it? Yeah, I think there was only 7,000 tickets sold. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, a big game of football we had at Washington Service Station on way up. And right, yeah. I don't remember too much about the game itself because we were that drunk. Yeah, well, that's, that's, well, uh, that's what so, happened in them days. Yeah. But you, uh, of course, you were uh, going head to head with. Craig Madden, was it Craig Madden? Craig Madden, yeah. For, for Golden Boot. Was that, was that? I thought, I was thinking that was the other division. Yeah, uh, well, a little funny story about that is obviously, I think it was the first to 35 goals 
and I knew he was very close to myself throughout the whole season. Mm. I think both t- games against him were one-one. We both the one, we both the one at their ground were particularly memorable because it, 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 you were like neck and neck, yeah. and he he scored for them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he and scored. Come to the last minute at game and uh, and the bully header. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good header, wasn't it? But, uh, Hadn't done a great deal prior to that. No. Only because of the service was shite. It wasn't down, wasn't my fault. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a that was a contest. The the funny story behind it, without talking about all the goals, was uh, you know, who, who's gonna win that five thousand pounds? Because it was it was a lot of money in them days. Yeah. You know, it's a phenomenal amount of money, really. Uh, and I think he'd scored in the in the at half time, something which made him 34, and I was on 33, yeah. and I banged two in later on. And, and there you go, so I, I got it. Uh, what, what made me laugh about that was uh, everybody said, like, well, what, what are we going to do about the five grand? And I says, I don't know what your lads are going to do, but I'm going to take it to fucking Ollerton Dogtrap. Fucking mine. I only say that jokingly, and I always remember Bob Atten said, Saying, well, he scored them all, let him have it. Thought, I'm with Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kenworthy went, put it in the players' pool. And I said to Kenworthy, I want to fucking knock you out there, Ron. <laughs> no, half of it went players' pool and half went to me. So that was nice. But uh, there was always, within that team, and that is something I'd never experienced before, because we were in a winning team. Yeah. I hadn't had a winning team. All I ever had was going yeah. down and getting relegated and, and done okay myself, you know, with the highest goal score at Hull and, and, and highest goal score at Sheffield United Pride, but I've not had a winning team. And every function, every game was mm. just an absolute joy. Mm. It was fantastic because as a set of lads, we all got on so well. Yeah. There was a few crazy lads. There was a few quiet lads. Uh, Stevie Neville was another one who was one of my little yeah. pals. Uh, we, we were It just... It just clicked, you know, yeah. and it was it was great. Yeah, great season. And uh, after the game, then what did you did you go home to family up up there, or did you? No, uh, after I went and seen my family afterwards because I obviously got them all tickets. Uh, had a little chat with them. The, it was uh, you can imagine hectic outside for mm. us to go out. Everybody was celebrating. So in effect, because of all that, they got off. Because my mum was there as well. My mum had only been to a couple of games. Yeah. The England game where I didn't play. <laughs> That's why I'm a little bit bitter about that England thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and she come to Darlington and uh, me, obviously my brothers looked after her. And, uh, and they got off. They, that would have been a, a special day for them as well. My eldest brother wouldn't have been bothered. Mm. He'd have been having a pint. He wouldn't have cared to toss about <laughs> That we got promoted or not. Uh, but yeah, so it was just for it to be at Darlington, the closest you can get to, yeah, to Middlesbrough yeah. as such, um, yeah, that was just special for me. It'll always stay in my memory, but it, it's like I touched on before. It was just how much do these fans enjoy winning, even though we're right down there and we've had. Depressing times, just, just going seen, down there. Just seen, just yeah, seen that just winning. Up in area. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just it was quite special. Had enough it. Of it, have we? No, no, no. That's, no uh, never will have it, I don't suppose. But um, wish I'd so, never so, fucking so, come to shit. <laughs> <laughs> so did you come? Did you uh, come straight back then? I come back with the team because that was what uh, everybody. Were, were, they, had were, to they, were they fans in car parking then? Like oh god, because our memories this last couple of. 
promotions is, but car park scenes have been mm. some of the best, best in my yeah. lifetime. Yeah. So I don't think they just different. wanted to get a little bit closer to us and yeah. and, and celebrate and, and and applaud you and uh, and we took that you know as well we're, we're accepted we've done well we've yeah. had enough of the bad times yeah and there you are we've, we've got you back up to one division now we're not going to stop now no. i mean you spent a lot of money in that fourth division yeah you spent yeah. three yeah. three players hundred hundred thousand hundred thousand hundred thousand yeah. both colin, colin morris what a, what a sign in here oh, absolutely yeah. he took the place of my good friend stevie neville but when I seen how Colin could play, oh, amazing, amazing was, uh, and, and we clicked like that. That was perfect for me and him. I think following season were a bit, bit disappointing, really. Mm. When, when did Terry Curran sign for us that season? Well, it? that's the reason why it was fucking disappointing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he was never going to be accepted in a, in a no. million years at least. Was he? So, he was so. a nice lad, Terry. He was a good player. He was a nice lad. That was when we were, we went all to pot. We uh, Towner, we had. 15 wingers, uh, you know, he, he made uh, Alan Young. Yeah, but we're best recruitment, I don't yeah, think. No, he was, but you know what? I, I will say this about uh, Ian Portfield. I, I could name you a lot of players that actually come along. It might have been the year afterwards, because um, I, I do apologise for getting them mixed up, but Ian brought a lot of good players that, for some reason, just didn't sign. Yeah, mm. And I can I can name you them, but uh, if he'd have got his own way, yeah, we would have been <laughs> such yeah, a good situation. Side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that, that's, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but the start of following season, of course, then we get off and first day of season, mm. nice little four goal hole to, to to get things started. I disliked uh, pre season games immensely. Mm. Didn't want to score in them. Mm. I couldn't see the point in them. Because if I'd have banged goals in left, right, and centre, you know, we used to go to Skegness or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I used to sit there and think, I'm just, I don't want to use them up. Mm. I, I just want to, you know, as much as I've highlighted that I love scoring goals, friend, friendly, I'm not a friendly guy person. You know, <laughs> let's play a friendly match. Yeah. Why is that then? Yeah. When there's racing on TV and I can <laughs> fuck off to them. <laughs> I think you, you've got another four goaler as well later. I did. Did you? What about thirty-three? That in thirty-three goals or whatever. Uh, no, I think that was me. Yeah, I got forty-two. What it? Oh, see, no, that's all right. That's <laughs> so you got your second golden boot. What? What were they? Were they special occasions going down for golden boot and or in them days? What? what, what, what? Um, the first one was. Uh, Brilliant, because I had to go down to fancy hotel in, in London. Um, I met my father. There was about 2,000 people there. Uh, that, was, that was great. And to have that awarded, mm -hmm. I, met, I made a slight error that day, getting up too early. But that's a long story. But, uh, <laughs> You know that's that's up to you, but uh, so if, you want, if you want to know the story, get the book. That's, <laughs> that's a... <laughs> Trust me, the proceeds won't be coming to me anymore. Uh, so yeah, it was just a great occasion, and I, you know, I didn't know too much about golden boots and things like that in them. I, uh, I, I was. It was always a race. I used to buy that magazine that used to put you in Let it go, Let it go, shoot, or, or oh, maybe I don't know, but it always highlighted the top ten. 
goal scorers in the in, mm. in the league. And uh, I used to look at that and think, I need to get into that top 10. And and I, I, I nicked in, I can't remember when, but I nicked in 10th. And that was a great, that was a great feeling. But uh, yeah, the, the golden boot was presented in London. Uh, people will know this story, but it was, that was a wonderful uh, feeling. That was, I met up with my father. How good can it be? You know, it's, Richie, did I read you were sat next to Elton John? And, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so do, you, do you want me to go down that yeah, line? Yeah, yeah. okay. It's so a good we, story. We, all, we had a great dinner. Uh, it was a wonderful occasion. I immediately was uh, introduced to this gorgeous young lady who, who uh, got hold of me and my dad and said, You're going to sit over here under this nice big fancy table. He then, I, I looked at my name tag and thought, Oh, great. Well, obviously, my dad's going to be next to me. No, he's not. I don't know him. I looked up the next side. I don't know him. Fucking hell. Some like boring bastard, no doubt. <laughs> my dad's bang opposite me. So, oh, well, that's all right. I'll talk to him there. And at the side of him was Elton John and Freddie Starr. <laughs> now, I'm only, what am I, 23, 24 year old? And as always, you know, you tend to think your dad's going to embarrass you. Um, <laughs> and they do sometimes, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Yeah, so that was the case of uh, uh, he didn't embarrass me, I embarrassed myself. Uh, <laughs> Lenny Henry was the one who was giving the awards out. Um, and I'm sort of looking at my dad, thinking, don't tell any gay jokes, Dad. Elton <laughs> John's batting for the other side. Don't try and be funny because Freddie Starr's the funny man. Just sit there and don't say anything, Dad. Anyway, yeah. But my dad was brilliant. He knew how to conduct himself. He was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, while I'm sort of giving him a bit of a stare, I can hear in the background, and, and there is 2,000 people at this venue. I heard my name mentioned that, uh, with Lenny, Lenny Bennett. And I thought, oh, that's, that's my time to get up and go get me golden boot. And I fucking stood up, walked about 40 yards down towards the stage, and I thought, that's a bit strange that nobody's clapping. <laughs> and Lenny Bennett said, not now, you twit. I fucking got up too early, hadn't I? So you had to go back to the turn. All, all the way back in complete silence. <laughs> I put my head down, got sat in his chair, put my head down. And my dad just looked at me and laughed. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Starr and Elton John were very polite, which is I nice. But, uh, but, uh, no, I made a bit of a twit of myself there. And we're, again, chasing promotion, we thought... We went to Bolton. We thought we'd blown it that day, really. Yeah. We lost 3-1. But the one were probably the most important goal that uh, that you've ever scored, really, as it turned out. Yeah, we, we we tend to think like that, don't we? But it could have been any of the goals, couldn't it? You know, yeah. the, the great, uh, am I in the right season here, the great goal that Kevin Arnott scored. Down at Southend, South yeah. 1-1-0. Bob Atkins on Saturday before that. I think That's right. Uh, yeah, things yeah. like that. But yeah, it was hugely disappointing to get beat that day. Yeah, really. But, really. And get it on Edward Brick well, playing across from... Well, yeah. yeah well, I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that on that day when I... I said I was hungry for goals and I've had a fair amount of criticism over the years for not being this, that and the other. Mm. But I put my head down and got it clouded, booted off, but I got my head to it and scored. Yeah. And yeah. I had nine stitches right across my eye. Uh, and it bloody hurt. Mm. And strangely, the funny story about that is, uh, after the game, me and Porterfield gave me a lift home. Mm. And I'd gone, banging Eddie Aiken, and he had music on, fucking full blast. <laughs> 
I thought it was great to go and lift up. Banging it. So that was one of them things. Yeah, a lot of people talk about that goal. Yeah, you, you can you can make your own judgment on that goal. It wasn't a classic. It was a yard out, but I put it there, knowing that that lad was going to try and boot it off the line. Yeah. But yeah. I, I liked scoring goals. Exactly. And the, and the significance. And I kept me good looks through it anyway. Yeah, well, without doubt. Uh, the, <laughs> the significance of it, of course, became a few days later when uh, I think we, we had another win after that, didn't we? Yeah, then, I think we, so, yeah. Uh, all had to go to um, Burnley. Burnley. And uh, I think there were as many Unitedites in, in ground That's and right, Burnley yeah. fans that night that uh, they, they needed to win by more than two, didn't they? That's right, yeah. And. I remember, being, I remember being at Lane watching a reserve game or something like that, I think. And uh, they, they got 2 0 up, and it was just like absolute panic time. So yeah, it was, yeah. What's Sheffield United going to do what they can do best? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, from my point of view, if you just look at it from my point of view, it was my old team. Yeah. We're either just going to get pipped by them, or we're we going to just nick it. Yeah. And, Thankfully, luck was on my side this time. There's a strange celebration, really, because you, you know, you, well, you like to celebrate with everybody, don't you? And, uh, I know all the lads were down at a pub just across the road here, yeah. and uh, I, I remember saying to the wife, "I says I feel like going down and having a few beers," and she said, "Keith, you'll not go and have a few beers, will you?" <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go, put it that way. So we were, we were in. Old second division. Mm. What's championship now, of course? Uh, yeah, please do remind everybody that. Yes, yeah, so you did play in the second division. <laughs> well, I played a few times, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Prior to that. Uh, I think that team at that time, including Budgie and Budgie Burridge, Budgie, yeah. who always came across as a bit of a character. Well, he, uh, yeah, he was a character. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> he was all right. Yeah. And eventually, of course, we... we, we I think two or three seasons there at that time. Well, it, we... It, 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 not, not, you know, somebody once summed it up perfectly and said, when we were in the fourth division, we were thinking like a second division club. When we were in the second division, we were started thinking like a, a fourth division club. Yeah. And to highlight my point earlier on um, about Ian Portfield and some of the players that were there who just didn't quite sign, Paul Nicholas... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ken Houghton. Oh, Ken Houghton, yeah. The, the Irish kid who scored for England, yeah. uh, for, for Ireland against England. Yeah. Mick Hartford. Mm-hmm. And several other really great players like that, but for some reason just didn't sign. Mm-hmm. And that was an awful shame because that would have made us a lot, lot better and we could have been pushing for that because what a thrill it would have been for me to have gone all the way back through for Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's... Uh, that that's a disappointment, but we were at least we gotten back into an area where we were where Sheffield United should be, you know, yeah, it was yeah. second division. Which... So eventually, uh, Portfield got bought. Yeah, until yeah. Billy McEwen, for some weird reason, were were made manager. Well, it was a very easy decision, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Billy was a good coach, did extremely well with it the was kids. A Sheffield United decision. Yeah, of course, that was <laughs> a, didn't didn't meet my approval. Um, we can safely say we didn't get on great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so that's... that's I, don't, I don't think any of us expected him to still be manager the following season, so I think. I yeah. thought it was just a temporary thing, but... Uh, yeah, but, in today's terms, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, obviously, it was a, a, you know, it was a financial deal, and there's a deal that 
you know, that maybe suits. He was a hard-working coach mm. and was okay. He just, he was used to coaching kids and getting his own way. Mm. When you, I always used to look up to players. I wasn't the one who was causing the problem. Mm. I always look at it and think, if Ray McHale, not Ray, Ray McHale and Ray Lungton didn't agree with what the manager was doing, then we must have, a, you know, we must be right. Yeah. And and Ray Lewington was, you know, who's been assistant England manager, was the, one of the nicest lads you could ever wish to meet in football. Yeah. And he used to defend us at that time. He didn't approve of the, you know, we went away and we had to go to bed at nine o'clock, things like that. Well, you know, treat us like adults and we'll behave yeah, like adults. Well, yeah. some sometimes. sometimes. Some yeah. <laughs> so, so eventually you... They decide to let you go again. Yeah, that uh, uh, that was a di- tough decision, really. Uh, Leeds had come in. I thought about it. I've got to be honest with you, it suited me because I thought Leeds United were a little bit further forward than we were. Mm. Manager and Sheffield United people were prepared to let me go. That's the key to it. Derek Dooley, no. But Sheffield United were prepared to let me go. Yeah. Looking at the finances, I've cost Sheffield United nothing. Mm. So, in effect, going there, that gets all that dough back, costs nothing. Um, I thought at the time it was the right move for me. I, I, I'm not saying it worked out. No, I was not, very disappointed to I leave Sheffield United. You got, uh, I remember you scoring one for him. I mean, as you can imagine, we wanted to see Keith Edwards doing well, but we certainly didn't want to see Leeds doing well. No, so, I understand that. So, the, uh, uh, you did manage to score a big goal, I suppose, in FA Cup semi-final. Semi-final, yeah, come on. I wasn't happy about having to come on, but... Uh, yeah, scored that goal. That that was hugely exciting. Mm. Uh, I think my wife was eight and a half months pregnant with me uh, with my son. Uh, so therefore, that was uh, that was quite strange. You'll always remember that one. Uh, yeah, yeah that, look, that was a uh, that was a game that was exciting. It was ironic that it was at Hillsborough. Mm. Uh, after the game. I take defeat quite well. A lot of people used to think he's not bothered. Mm. But I, I take it okay. Mm. And I just, uh, I, I said to the gaffer, I might as well get off now, gaffer, because uh, I only live around the corner. Yeah. Well, not from fucking hills, but I live <laughs> anywhere near there. And he said, no, you'll have to come back to Leeds because we're having a big celebration or a big do. Mm. I went, oh, all right. So mm. I had to go all the way to Leeds and come back later mm. on. So, uh, you know, that, that was a great occasion. Um, that was just... Hey ho, you know that. Which was scored a big goal in a big, big. Once again, why is it all my stories end up in defeat? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I did say I shouldn't have come to Sheffield. Yeah, I did fun. have other options, let, you let, know. Let me, uh, let me, <laughs> let me uh, tell you. As far as my generation are concerned, no, none of it were a defeat because you were an absolute legend to us all. Thank you. I've got you on my dining room wall. He'll tell you that under yeah. the key. Yeah. With. with Three of my other legend play yeah. players, but you'll always be up there with, with them all. And, well, that's very kind of you, and I do appreciate it. And I think when I think back, I only um, when I signed for Leeds, I said I would always be a Sheffield United. Mm. I got a lot of stick for that. I have since done twenty odd years on BBC Radio <laughs> Sheffield. I think I've proved to be a Sheffield United I supporter. Think, I think you have. Yeah. And I loved my time there, and I'm very, very grateful. Great memories. Great for me to meet one of my heroes. Thanks, Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks again for listening to this podcast. We are trying to get a lot more of our video content converted to an audio platform as well. We understand a lot of you out there don't have time to watch the videos and you like to listen to the content in the car and on the go. We are hoping to get a lot more of this to you. But if you haven't done already, please head over to our YouTube channel. Please give that a subscribe. Please follow us on social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and the rest. And don't forget to check back here again because we will be getting some more content to you on the audio channels. Thank you very much and up the blades. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.